Sands History Book. Here's some real stories from right here in our region with Dr. Sandy. She is our favourite historian in Far North Queensland, Dr. Sandy from the Cairns Museum and Historical Society. Dr. Sandy, you've taught us, you've educated us in so much history of our great region. But this week, we're talking about the beloved or not so loved toads. Oh, yes. This is a totally awesome... I know. I had to put that one in there. <laughs> Slipped Jeez. it in just for you, JB. Thanks. So funny. Thanks. <laughs> I know. I know. This is a totally awesome um, story. Uh, in the 1950s and 1960s, there were two local scientists who cracked the science with the help of cane toads to accurately confirm Australian women's pregnancies. Wow. I know. Isn't that... That's, that's You wouldn't expect that. So local scientists Bill Horsfall and Lou Tuttle, they worked at the Commonwealth Health Laboratory, which was attached to the Cairns Base Hospital. So we had um, a health laboratory there. And um, they were working on um, detecting, and they'd been trying to detect how women could detect being pregnant, apart from, you know, the obvious ways. Um, uh, And so they used, first of all, female rabbits. And... um, these rabbits were specially bred in a large Queenslander, which was behind the Cairns High School. But the rabbits proved difficult to supply and they could only be used once for reasons I'm not going to go into because this is a child-friendly um, program. But uh, they could only be used once. And rumours were that they ended up as rabbits do afterwards. So there was a problem there. So uh, rabbits or long-haired guinea pigs were and are illegal in Queensland still. And um, they proved unsustainable. So they needed to look for another um, source to be able to um, do their experiments on so that they could detect this. And they turned to cane toads. Now, cane toads had been uh, introduced up here in 1935. And as we know, they became rapidly became a pest. And there was lots around. So what they did was they put out a call for male cane toads and they paid a price of sixpence per cane toad. So it was a pretty good score for kids to so go kids around. So kids would go around and collect all the cane toads, take them into the lab and Correct. Get, get a few extra wow. pennies. Correct. Gender identification of male cane toads. I don't know how you do it. Some might be able to ring in and tell you. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a further one. Now for the science lessons. The male toads were kept separate from the female toads long enough for their sperm to cease production. They were then injected with the morning urine of female toads... And that sounds pretty disgusting, right? The morning urine? Yes, it's because it's very potent, you see. So someone's job was collecting uh, the morning pee of, of a toad? Yes. Horrible. What, okay. a, what a job. Yeah, no, Well, it was it. Bill's job, yeah. obviously. Yeah, so Bill had to go and collect Bill or Lou. Uh, they yeah. had to go and get it. Um, so what happened is if she was pregnant, the male cane toad then produced sperm again and really quickly. So, right. So it was the, it was the hormone in there. And it became an active, accurate positive pregnancy test, which could be then replicated with women's urine. So then someone had to go and collect the women's urine. Um, and then it just was tested out. And they were so successful with this new breakthrough that they used to export cane toads to pathology laboratories all around Australia and to New Zealand. And they used to pack them up a dozen at a time in special wooden boxes before they were sent off. So, you know, I don't know about you, but I'll go back to my original joke. That is totally awesome. Oh, wow. Mind-blowing. There you go. So, using cane toads as the first pregnancy test here in the tropics. Good stuff. Thank you very much, Dr. Sandy Rowe. If you want to get in contact with the team, cairnsmuseum.org.au.